And, and so what we need to do for sobriety to recognize, wait, where am I unbalanced? You know, am I mm-hmm. am I watching too much news? Am I shopping too much? Am I drinking mm-hmm. too much? Am I you know just looking at sports too much? I mean, am I unbalanced? Um, so that I'm not my I'm not you know sober living in, mm-hmm. in a sense. And so I I say okay I got to watch how much news I watch. I got to be careful about how much Instagram. So one thing I want to talk to you about was what are some of the symptoms that you are seeing? Because I know for me, once I'm taking you know I mean social media is 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 great. I'm not saying social media isn't a good thing. It's oh. I I have my social media. This episode will be on Facebook <laughs> and Instagram. Yeah, and yeah. I watch the news too, you know, and I have my my feelings about it. And sometimes some episodes I actually comment on um, on the news. So I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. You're listening to the What's Up with DJ podcast with your host and personal development coach, David DJ Lloyd Jr. Each week, he brings you current events and trending topics from a spiritual perspective, including career development, finance, holistic living, and life hacks, along with stories that invoke humor and inspiration. So if you're ready, let's join the conversation. Here's DJ. This is DJ from What's Up with DJ Podcast. My guest this week is Brian Plakta. He is a spiritual spiritual director and keynote speaker and author of the book, Finding Flow, Spiritual Practices to Reclaim Inner Peace, Balance, and Wholeness, a book that illuminates a path to divine flow. It offers the reader four time-tested spiritual practices that are keys to a deeper connection with our inner self and God, which are daily quiet time, spiritual reading, creating a strong circle of trust and discovering one's spiritual gifts and then using them in life-giving ways. Thank you for joining me. Uh, Thanks for having me, DJ. Good to see you. Good to see you again. You've been on our show before and you had an awesome conversation. I'm sure this will be no different. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yes. And one of the things that uh, we talked about last time that you was on the show about a uh, a um, a invitation that you were going to have a, a conference. Well, a, a, a training, a class, I guess is a better way of, of, of saying it. And I think you had one last time and then also you have another one that's coming up and we'll get into that as we continue our discussion. Sounds great. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. 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 So one of the things that when we talked last um, a few days ago, we talked about um, about sobriety and which is a actual book that I um, you told me about and I went and bought it off of Amazon. It's an audio version of it. Um, and I was really impressed uh, by the by the book because it really talks about um, how does one connect to one's soul. So it's not about just ad- addiction because we you know we're we're all addicted to something. <laughs> yeah. But it talks about how to to get to go into deeper and really understand what is the root of of our addictions. And one of the things that I think most people are addicted to is social media and just media in in, in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, um, 
it seems to me that there's we live in 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 two worlds the outer world and the inner world and so <clears throat> if you think about it, the outer world is the things that the physical things around us you know you're in a room and you've got trees and and plants and you know the, the the things that we see the people we encounter throughout the day that's our outer world social media is is part of our outer world the news is part of our outer world anything that we you know we we see that's outside of our inner self um, but then there's our inner world and the inner world. If you think of it, you know, we don't see our breath. Typically, we don't see the roots of a tree. We don't see love. I mean, we don't, you know, we mm -hmm. experience love, but we don't can't put our fingers on that. And, mm -hmm. and so our soul is the same thing. That's our inner world. And so um, I just invite you to to as we kind of jump into the topic, um, just take a moment and, and our, our audience that's viewing too, and just look at something in the room that you're in. Focus mm -hmm. your attention on something outside of you. What you know in your room is anything in particular that you see, uh, DJ. What, what do you yeah, one of the things that I'm looking at right now is my window and uh, blinds that are covering that window. Yeah. And that's your outer world. Um, you know, I'm looking at a lamp that's in, in my room. And, you know, that's our mind focusing on things in, in the outer world. And that's a good thing. Um, mm -hmm. uh, that's what our minds are supposed to do. But what happens is we get addicted to this out, uh, outer world around us with social media, Instagram, Facebook, the news, um, you know, entertainment, whatever it is outside of us ourselves. And we get disconnected, as um, Lisa Hellerman is talking about in her book on sobriety. We mm -hmm. get disconnected from our inner world. So um, I'd invite you to do, and, 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 our, and our viewers to do a, a second practice. Uh, just close your eyes for a moment. Mm -hmm. Maybe even take a deep breath. And if you want, put your hand on your heart. And just notice, what do you notice on the inside of you? maybe a physical sensation or an emotion, or what do you notice on the inside? Mm. Well, for me, what I notice on the inside is, you know, me rushing <laughs> for the last couple of days. Yeah. So I feel some tightness, you know, in my chest. So yeah, some tightness. Yeah. And that's your inner world. I mean, to be in touch with that, it's like, whoa, there's some tightness. Your body's telling you some anxiety, maybe a little bit of overwhelmness. And so as you focus on that inner world, you can begin to listen to your soul, sobriety mm -hmm. of saying, okay, what's going on inside of me? What's mm -hmm. my inner world telling me? And that's really what sobriety to me is, is going beyond the physical, uh, so being sober, you know, living a, a normal life, not addicted mm -hmm. to things physically, but going the next step further and in, in, in really integrating our outer world in our inner world, mm -hmm. recognizing, you know, in our meditation time, if people have a meditation practice, what we're doing is going into our inner world. We're listening to, you know, what's going on inside of us. We're connecting with our soul, with our inner self, with, with the creator, with God, as we understand him. And then we have to go into this outer world. My, my joke is always when I do my med meditation practice, I have this picture of Jesus and I go, do I really have to go out there today? Can't I just sit here? Uh, uh, yeah, and just sit at home. Yeah, what happens is we go into that outer world, you know, which mm -hmm. is good, but it, it so can be so overwhelming. And so even during the active part of the day, we can stop for a moment when we feel that anxiety, like you mentioned, that tightness mm -hmm. in your chest, 
you can mm-hmm. stop and pull yourself back into your inner world, mm-hmm. which is connecting mind, body, spirit, the inner world and the outer world, then invite you to that soul briety, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Because um, um, we jump right into the subject of soul briety. But I also wanted to uh, go into a little bit about your background and how you help people in terms of getting closer to you know, finding flow. Sure. And, and, um, and a little bit about your book as well. So now I'm 63, so I've been doing about 30 years working one-on-one with people doing spiritual direction and groups, uh, teaching workshops about finding flow, um, also, um, you know, writing books and, and things about the concept of what I call practical spirituality. Mm-hmm. So finding flow is about how do we move from that, that kind of, I call it God in the box of just trying to intellectualize our way to God, which is only half of the, the equation, mm-hmm. how do we use spiritual practices to develop that deeper relationship. And as you mentioned in the intro, I studied uh, for years, uh, you know, really four spiritual practices that I saw um, all of our spiritual leaders from the saints to the mystics to modern writers, Mother Teresa, Thomas Merton, uh, Buddha, Gandhi, mm-hmm. you know, they they really, what they did is they, they spent uh, at least 20 minutes or more, however it w- works for them, in, in quiet meditation, getting away from the distractions of the world, you know, kind of getting away from social media and and all the noise of the world and, mm-hmm. and meditation or walking in nature, whatever works for you, just allowing yourself to, as we did, to connect with that inner world within us. The mm-hmm. other thing is they, they read spiritual books, um, certainly the Bible and, and other, you know, Jesus was always quoting the Torah. I mean, he studied it and he quoted it throughout his life. Mm-hmm. Uh, reading the books of other spiritual uh, people that are a little further than us on the journey, reading their stories and integrating what they've learned in our lives. So we can kind of chew on that throughout the day and learn wisdom from those books. The other, as you mentioned, that inner circle of trust, the community, who do we surround ourselves with that really mirror back to us who we are, um, Mm -hmm. who judges us to grow, who inspires us. Um, And so like on my website, again, another free resource is who's in your inner circle of trust. It's a a practice that you can really look through and say, yeah, who are the people that really are my small circle of trust that help me grow? Um, Could be a spiritual mentor, my church, uh, partner, friends, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. just a small group but also it could be somebody um, in your inner circle that really is kind of toxic. And so there's a kind of a discernment of, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still, still gonna love them, but I'm not gonna focus my energy on that relationship because it's mm-hmm. draining for me and it's really not life-giving. And the last is the spiritual gifts, you know, discovering, as you mentioned, what are your spiritual gifts and how in this season of life am I being invited to use them? And again, there's a spiritual gifts inventory uh, on my website for free that people can download. Mm-hmm. And it's a way of really discerning how am I uniquely wired? How has God created me? And in this season of my life, how am I using those? How do I want to use those uh, to make the world a better place and, and to come alive personally? So mm-hmm. that's kind of the concept of finding flow is those practical ways to integrate moving deeper into that relationship with ourselves and, and God. Yes, and one thing we we definitely discussed that. If you want to hear more about about that subject, he went deep in depth about that in our uh, a previous episode that we did last year. So yeah. definitely check that episode out as well. And one of the things that we talked about in our conversation a couple of days ago about how polarizing um, news has become, and you know we have a twenty four hour 
cycle when it comes to news. I mean, you can come to the news at any time. One time you had one channel that, that gave us 24-hour yeah. news. Now you got yeah. you, you pick you pick your poison, you know? Yeah, exactly. And we yeah, pick yeah. out poison on which uh which um which one you know is, is speaking the language that we are are the views that um that pertain to what we already believe so sometimes you know unfortunately um i found a, a great word called niche news where and, and niche news basically is about just giving you um ideas and news that reinforces what you already believe and does not challenge anything and i think that's somewhat dangerous and I think we become addicted to that. I think because if someone's saying you're right, you're right, you're right, and you don't have anything that's sort of saying, okay, well, let's look at, you know, even someone that I disagree with still, I want to know what their ideas and what their opinions are. I don't think it's going to change my views. If it does, then maybe that's a good thing, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so that is, I think that's led to a lot of addiction in terms of news and definitely social media has, um, like Twitter has become very sort of kind of a, a news sort of social media sort of place to go and, and complain yeah. and gripe. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it becomes, I call it the monkey mind. I mean, the what do we say? We're so tired of this mind just thinking, thinking, thinking. And what we do is when we're focused on this outer world, be it the news, social media, entertainment, even just sports that we get addicted to or shopping. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, shopping. Mm -hmm. eliminating that that connection with our soul the inner world the body and the spirit within us so it's like i often think of a you know you think of a three-legged stool when all three legs are balanced mm -hmm. that stool you know we can sit on it and it works really well mm -hmm. but you know you said all three legs all four legs all three legs yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so our mind our body and our spirit you know that's how we're made up well if we're just focused on our mind the outer world or stuck in all that thinking you know we only have one stool or stool leg and what are we going to do we're going to get <laughs> on balance basically yeah. You know? Leaning over. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Falling out of, uh, on the ground. And I think that's what's happening to a lot of us. Um, and we're getting captive. You know, even our news now, you know, you can look at any station. It has its slant, you know, and right. it's feeding us this. Um, before it used to be advocacy or, or I mean, uh, just reporting the news, you know, just this mm -hmm. happened today, that happened today. Now it's advocacy journalism. It gets, mm -hmm. it gets us all excited and emotional. And mm -hmm. you know, again, it, it pulls us into that mind space, taking us away from the body and the spirit. So we end up being unbalanced, living in just the outer world. Mm -hmm. And then and then we get mad at each other, you know, because I'm yeah, like, we, we really do get mad at each other, you know, <laughs> and that that's uh, I mean, it's it's gotten really, really bad in terms of, of 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 every week you're hearing about some new thing that's happening in terms of, um, you know, I don't even want to say the word, but mass shooting. Yeah. And and a lot of it, when you really start looking at the reasons behind it is because someone believes they're right and someone else is is wrong yeah 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 and, and so what we need to do for sobriety to recognize wait where am i unbalanced you know am mm -hmm. i am i watching too much news am i shopping too much am i drinking mm -hmm. too much? am i you know just looking at sports too much i mean am i unbalanced 
um, so that I'm not my I'm not you know sober living in, mm-hmm. in a sense. And so I I say okay I got to watch how much news I watch. I got to be careful about how much Instagram. So one thing I want to talk to you about was what are some of the symptoms that you are seeing? Because I know for me. Once I'm taking, you know, I mean, social media is 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 great. I'm not saying social media isn't a good thing. It's right. I I have my social media. This episode will be on Facebook, <laughs> and Instagram, yeah, and yeah. I watch the news too, you know, and I have my my feelings about it. And sometimes some episodes I actually comment on um, on the news. So I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. And say, well, how do I change that? What you know, mm-hmm. list those symptoms within ourselves when we're overloaded with with information information or mm-hmm. emotions and that types of things. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a, you, know, you know, I often think of, um, you know, when we're, we're driving along and there's a stop sign. Well, the stop sign is just a, a sign that says, stop the car, <laughs> look both ways and then proceed. So when we're experiencing you know, the anxiety, that overwhelmness, that depression, it's it's just an emotion. The question is, what do we do with it? We need to see it as, as, as a stop sign or mm-hmm. an invitation to say, okay, I'm unbalanced right now. I'm not enjoying this journey of life. So what do I need to do? And that's where going back in the inner world is so important. What 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 is my soul telling me that I need right now? So mm-hmm. the other day I was um, trying to get too many things done before a noon meeting, and uh, it wasn't you know something was happening that made me angry, and I was just overwhelmed. I just went, oh dang it! Mm-hmm. And you know, I I stopped myself for a minute. And I just took a deep breath. I, I noticed that when I'm coming out sideways like that, okay, I'm overwhelmed. I need to just calm myself. I took a couple of deep breaths. I apologized mm-hmm. to my wife who heard me yelling and screaming and the other, <laughs> I made amends, you know, for, for coming out sideways and just taking a couple of deep breaths. I was able to just, okay, you know, lower the b- blood pressure, mm-hmm. you know, stop the simulation from outside of me, recognize everything is okay. So those, those, those symptoms, as, as you mentioned, are, are just road signs to how do we go into our inner world mm-hmm. to get back into in touch and awaken with our soul. So for the individuals who may be um, asking what is the inner world, how would you describe the the inner world? But we go to our inner world. We you know again the inner world being the the spirit, the soul, the heart space. We begin to get clarity. We begin to uh, recognize, oh, God's leading me in this direction. Um, it's not an audible voice necessarily. Most of mm-hmm. us, but there's we begin to develop this. You know, scripture says, uh, I, you know, Jesus says, I'm the good shepherd. The sheep hear my voice and follow it. Well, part of that inner world is recognizing, oh, where's the good shepherd? Where's uh, the Holy Spirit? Where is God as I understand God leading and guiding me? Um, mm-hmm. It would also be the physical parts of our body. You know, one of the, that mind, body, spirit, our inner world would also consist of our heart, uh, our heart, you know, so to quiet ourselves and move into that inner world. We can just place our hands on our heart and feel the warmth, um, mm-hmm. feel the, the the heart beating, the rhythm. It draws us our mind into the heart space, the inner world. We can focus on our breath. Um, mm-hmm. You know, our breath being the spirit within us, the pneuma, the spirit. Another way of drawing us into that inner world. So it's the the physical part of what's going on inside of us. It's the emotional part of what's going on inside of us. And then it's the spiritual part. The inner world is made up of those three. Um, and it's like like going to the gym or, or exercising. We have to develop, you know, healthy muscle. Mm-hmm. 
what the exercise you did earlier about, you know, we, we stopped for a moment and listened to, we put our hand over our heart and just listened. And that right there is one of the first places you go to, to get in touch with your inner, your inner world yeah, exactly. and begin um, being present. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you're right, that listening, what we're doing as we connect with our, our inner world is we're, we're listening, you know, listening to our bodies, what's going on inside of my body, what's going on, you know, in terms of where, where's God speaking to me or nudging me, you know, where's God guiding me? They, you know, they say, uh, one of my directors, amazing uh, guy, says there's three voices in our head. And again, part of our inner world, you know, is to recognize what voice am I listening to? Mm -hmm. So one voice is our intellectual voice, you know, and that's a good thing. Um, you know, it sifts and sorts through information. But like you said, it's it's very confusing when we've got all this information overload coming in. So the, the mind's good, but it's only one third of, of our three-legged stool. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's our intellectual voice. Okay, what that, that voice sometimes gives us good, you know, information, but other times it's clogged because there's too much stuff in there. The other is the unholy voice, you know, the voice that says, you know, Brian, you're a bad person, you're a jerk, you know what you're doing, you know, uh, you, you know, that negative crit, inner critic, some people call it, is the unholy voice. And then there's the voice of love, which is the voice of God, that voice that you, you know, Elijah calls it in the Old Testament, the still small voice of God. You know, he, mm -hmm. he was in the cave. It wasn't in the, you know, again, it wasn't in the outside world. It wasn't in the thunder and the and, and, and wind. He heard a still small voice. So there's that voice of love. And as we use different spiritual practices on a regular basis, we begin to recognize, oh, there's a unique way that is God's voice. And it's always the voice of love, always the mm -hmm. voice highest good mm -hmm. uh, it's drawing us to you know be loving kind loving god loving ourselves and others so again that inner world uh we begin to understand which voice am i listening to um mm -hmm. and we get away from the distractions about I, I think people do have a hard time i had a friend years ago say to me and i was saying about you know that that uh still small voice and he was like well you know, I listen to the voice as well, and it didn't tell me to do good things. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, well, there's a, a difference between these two voices. And yeah, the voice of love. Yeah, exactly. It's always God's voice. Always the voice of love. Yeah. So, so some people do have a have a problem making the distinction between those two voices, especially when you're first beginning to take your spiritual uh, life very, you know, ser more, more seriously. And um, one thing that you said earlier, the, the the voice of God, the voice of spirit is love. And um, and based on the level of consciousness that you're at and based off of, you know, the mood, even the mood you're in will depend on how well you hear that voice and what that voice sounds like. And you do have to create a sacred space to hear that voice. You know, yeah. you do have to set some time aside or you do have to make a place in your heart and your mind so that you can hear that voice clearly so that it doesn't come out sort of um, muffled and mixed with other things that really isn't truly the voice of love and compassion and also, you know, the voice of spirit. Exactly. Yeah, that's where those, you know, the, the you're referring to the quiet time, how it's important to create that inner space, that time to get away from the world. Mm -hmm. But also in the inner circle of trust, you know, when we when we think we're hearing the voice of love, 
Um, that's where a spiritual mentor, a spiritual director, or a spiritual friend, somebody that's of wise that is, you know, knows is trained in the gift of discernment. So years ago, I went on a retreat. Um, this is when I was younger, and um, and I, I came back um, and I said to my wife, "I've been on this retreat, and I think God's calling me to to sell the house and become a missionary." <laughs> you know, oh my God, I think I, you know, my wife just looked at me and she says. Honey, if you feel that call, I guess that your call, but I'm not going with you. And she, I go see a spiritual, uh, our director of religious ed at our, at our church, Joanne. I write about it in my book, Finding Flow, how I stumbled in the spiritual direction. And Joanne said, you know, Brian, why don't you, you know, begin working once a month with a spiritual mentor to discern the voices, to make mm. sure. And I realized that wasn't the voice of God to become an Episcopal or to become a missionary. <laughs> My wife and kids would have been so angry at me. Now, some people, that's the call to, but it wasn't mine. Mm-hmm. Now, on the other hand, you know, sometimes I've heard, I, like, to, 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 in my 30s, you know, I heard the voice to continue to move toward a second career as a, a you know, spiritual writer, author, mentor. Now, that was the voice of love, but it was a very slow, gentle voice that I heard, and it was a contemplative time every morning, and working with my spiritual mentor to see, okay, mm-hmm. well, how step by step is God leading me in this new direction? So we have to mm-hmm. test the, the voices sometimes you yeah. know, with wise counsel to make sure is this the voice of God or not? Particularly if it's a big, a big decision, like especially it's a big decision. Yes, yeah. and, and 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 I'm glad that you brought up about having a spiritual mentor or a spiritual coach to to i think that's essential i think to to have in your life you know and to find that you know may take some trial and error but you know i'm glad that you're here in Husma who's actually been through those trial and errors and and um and doing that great work and we in the whole time we're talking about we, we've been mentioning about meditation and, and quiet time and um really what i call a spiritual toolbox mm-hmm. we, it's, it's been something that you call soul care yeah. which is really, really, I think it's important that, that you need to do something every day. I'm not saying it to be something big and humongous, but I'm saying something that, that sort of you're pulling yourself aside to do that soul care. And yeah. so what are some of the things that you do for soul care and that you help your um, clients um, with in terms of soul care? Sure. Yeah. So the most important thing uh, is that quiet time, your solitude, whatever it is. So you know, 30 years ago, um, I, again, I went on a, a retreat and, uh, you know, some would say it was like I was baptized by the Holy Spirit. I really had this deepening. And I went to the, the retreat, retreat leader. His name was Brian also. And I said, Brian, how do I go deeper? You know, and he says, do you pray? And it's, oh, yeah, I, I you know, I, I, I say my prayers before meals and in the morning. He said, that's good. That's ritual prayer. But you're talking to God. You're not listening. There's nothing wrong with talking to God and praising God. But that's ritual prayer. Mm-hmm. He said, you spend time listening to God. And I'm like, no. And which is really in the fancy word is contemplative prayer. Do you spend time mm-hmm. in meditation, contemplation? And I really, I, I didn't, I, I realized that. So he said, I want you to, to set your alarm clock a half an hour early when you go mm-hmm. to bed tonight, get up in the morning, get, you know, have a favorite space in your house. That's your kind of your, your, your prayer space, um, light a candle, get your cup of coffee and then just sit um, and give God, you know, just opening your heart so what would you like to do, God? What would in this space? Now, what I do, um, so I like, I get a couple of email meditations, very short ones. So I read those 
you know, just to kind of jumpstart my, my prayer time. Um, I, I listened to a podcast called Pray As You Go, mm. uh, prayasyougo.org, which is the daily scripture with some Lexio Divina music, only about 10 minutes long. So I, I kind of use those to enter into that contemplative meditative space. <clears throat> and then um, I sit for, you know, if, if I have time, you know, definitely at least a half hour or longer to just, you know, kind of let God kind of like saving a good cup of coffee. I call it having coffee with the creator. Mm-hmm. Just listening, God, what, what do you, what do you want to put on my heart? You know, and um, I, you know, I just try to, sometimes there's a word, a phrase, an image today. It was, um, you know, Brian, I'm with you. It was as simple as that. That's and, awesome. so then I, and then I, I journal it. So in my, on my phone, you know, I have a little under my notes, I have a, a God conversations. Mm-hmm. And so, if there's something that you know speaks to me, I literally write down, you know, what it is that I heard from God that morning. Um, so I call it conversation with the creator. Um, and it was today was Jesus, I trust in you, I trust in God alone. And so that be so I, I carry that then into the day as a mantra, you know, God, I trust in you. When I get worried, you know, during the active part of the day and overwhelmed, it's like I pause, you know, I practice the pause. So it would be, you know, is okay, just stop. Like we did just, you know, at the beginning of this, mm-hmm. you know, and I might use that mantra. I might focus on my breath. So I, I and the soul care would include during the course of the day, just stopping, you know, pausing for just a minute or two and reconnecting. Then at the mm-hmm. end of the day, I, I try to, you know, um, sometimes when I'm in bed, you know, I sit up in bed for a little bit. I might read for a little bit, a spiritual a chapter of a spiritual book, like Finding Flow. I might read the chapter <laughs> in that or, or other books or, um, or uh, and then I, I just reflect back over the day and look at where did I experience God today, you know, um, in a practical way. So tonight when I go to bed, I, I reflect back, you know, I experienced God in my conversation with DJ. You know, I learned a lot from DJ. I, it was good to talk about God. I felt the presence of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I'm here at Michigan. It's snowing. It's like, ah, I see the presence of God in the snow. It's so pretty. Or my dog. So just naming a few things at the end of the day, which is training my soul to be aware of the inner world. Where did I experience God's practice in a practical way? Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense, you know, because that's that inner world right there. I mean, I, I asked you earlier about, you know, what is the inner world and 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 also how do we connect to it? That there in itself, when you start looking within, asking yourself those questions um, that you just asked, that is your inner world and that is connecting to it right there. Yeah, exactly. The other thing I do, uh, years uh, as my kids grew older, I, I really prayed for a spiritual friend and another buddy that would walk alongside of me. And, you know, lo and behold, 12 years ago, I met my buddy Ralph. And so we go to the gym pretty much every day. And so we have this practice, we exercise, do elliptical for half an hour, then lift weights. Well, for half an hour, uh, you know, we're doing the elliptical. They all the TVs are up there with all all the brands of of nudes. <laughs> so we, we give ourselves thirty minutes to complain. We we're not the both the same yeah. political persuasion. So rah, 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 you know, <laughs> but after thirty minutes, the joke when we get off the elliptical, it's like okay, time to stop talking about politics and the news, and <laughs> then we talk about what we're you know just kind of naturally what we're what we're reading, what we're talking, you know, just so that is also a part is is my spiritual friendship with Ralph. Um, that, you know, God has graced me with with a guy that, you know, I could be, we can laugh and joke and complain about the world, but we also know how to set boundaries on our, so that we're also entering that inner world as, as friends and talking about what we're chewing on or, or problems that we're dealing with. So that's another way of entering the inner world is with a, a good friend or a spouse or 
or partner, mm-hmm. somebody that's, you know, wise also, or, or at least on the spiritual journey, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah, like-minded individuals. It's so yeah. important to have people in your life that you can have spiritual conversations with and they understand what you're talking about. <laughs> and their spiritual life is also very important and not just, you know, it's it cultivating that spiritual life is yeah. equally or greater important just because, you know, I, I've had times in my life where I, I had people who, you know, they were, they had religious beliefs, but they didn't see their religious beliefs and their spiritual life cultivating that as something that was sort of, sort of um, things that were, where they, they didn't really look at that, like, okay, I'm a religious person and that's what I do, you know, the ritual side of it. But I'm like, you know, also there's a spiritual side that you have to sort of what, you know, I was raised in a Pentecostal Baptist church and they would always say you have to, um, develop a personal relationship, you know, with the Holy Spirit. And so you also have to do that work as well. So when you have someone in your life that actually understands that and also is cultivating that, that's an awesome, awesome experience as well. And that's what soul care is, I think, is integrating mind, body, and spirit. How do we live as a whole person? How do we, you know, sobriety is gained through, you know, if you go to a 12-step program, you're practicing 12 steps. That's the inner Mm -hmm. work that you do in a 12-step program. You're doing the spiritual tools. And one of them, step 11, is sought through prayer and conscious meditation to Mm -hmm. increase our conscious contact with God and and follow his will the best that we can. Well, that's soul care, you know. So mm-hmm. you know, AA and the 12-step programs give us those that, that soul care work. Mm-hmm. And again, we have to integrate it in our own way. I often think the spiritual life is like a, a, a smorgasbord, or if you think of a, uh, Goldilocks, you know, she goes into the three bears house and she, she tries three bowls of, of, of porridge. And, and one is, is, you know, this one's too cold. This one's too hot. Mm-hmm. This one's just right. So mm-hmm. we try different spiritual practices to determine, you know, which ones are just right for me, which mm-hmm. ones feed my soul, because God speaks to each one of us in unique ways. And there's no cookie cutter approach. No. We just learn from each other. What are the ones that connect me with myself and God? And when I'm disconnected from God or or myself and I'm coming out sideways, okay, that's what fancy word is desolation. I'm not in mm-hmm. consolation. I'm not experiencing the fruits of the spirit, you know, consolation when you're really flowing, you know, in that soul, soul care, that soul, soul sobriety life. So we can just keep doing what we're doing. But when we're in desolation, it's like, oh, what spiritual practices do I need to pick up uh, so that I can feed my soul, care for my soul, just like in a diet, you know, when I, 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 I've been eating too much pizza the last couple mm-hmm. of days, and, you know, my, my stomach's getting big. So mm-hmm. in desolation with, with my big belly that's growing. So I realized I got to cut down on my, my uh, pizza and eat more yogurt, you know, yeah. you do the same thing with our soul. We're listening to our soul mind, body, spirit. What do I need to do to return to that natural state? Cause I think it's really a natural state that mm-hmm. God gives us. We're born mm-hmm. mind, body, spirit. It's just like an onion. We get all these layers and onion skins that we got to mm-hmm. start peeling back. And the way to do that is through the spiritual practices that work for us. Yes, yes. And it definitely, I definitely agree with that 100% about um, 
definitely that is our natural state of being is being connected and um you know we we get disconnected or dis desolation i guess you was the one if i'm saying it correctly desolation yeah, yeah desolation exactly desolation. Yeah. and that's, that's where right. we're out the outer world you know to eat, eating too much pizza you know too much yeah uh, too, too much too, too much cheeseburgers or too many yeah, exactly. uh hot wings <laughs> exactly, <laughs> which, exactly. Which I love. nothing wrong with hot wings but if we, we eat too much you know it, it burns our our inners and our inner self says well you better stop that right yeah yeah the results of it yeah exactly. you know well, one thing I do want to mention um, before we go, I wanted to mention um, again. I asked you earlier about um, about how you help others um, with the, to cultivate their spiritual life yeah. and help them get to sobriety, which I think yeah. is just an amazing word. Isn't that cool word? I love yeah, it. Yeah, because yeah, um, I, I actually bought the book by uh, Elisa Hallerman. Hallerman, yeah, and. Um, and I forgot the, the um the actress name who actually um gives a introduction in the book. Um Jamie Lee Curtis, yes. Yeah. And she said when she was told the the title of the book, she actually began to cry because she thought the 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 word was so amazing, so sobriety. And I think it, it is a um amazing, uh, amazing word because you're trying to not only to uh get back to the the root of your issues the core or you know that i mean again that outer issue that you're yeah. dealing with but yeah. not only the outer issue but the inner issue as well and that that's what so bright is what she's explaining in in her book exactly. and um you're offering a free webinar three essential keys to quieting your mind practicing gratitude and discovering inner peace Tuesday, March 9th, 2023. I guess the, that's what year we're in <laughs> now. <laughs> it still seems like uh, <laughs> 11 a.m. Yeah. Pacific. And if you're on the East Coast like I am, it would be uh, 2 p.m. Eastern. Um, so I want you to talk a little bit about, about that. And yeah. so we can learn about, about that particular class, that training, and how can we join and how can we find out more about it? Yeah. So one of the things that I, I really, you know, way back when I did the spiritual gifts inventory, one of the things I learned was God gifted me as a teacher. He's a right. I'm a writer and a courage and a teacher. And so I love teaching this stuff, you know, and finding flow and the different things that I'm learning along the way. And it's it's not just like standing here lecturing. It's a give and take conversation. So, um, yeah, in March, it's the the free webinar, as you mentioned, three essential keys to quieting your mind, practicing gratitude and discovering inner peace. So what we'll do is we'll really look at the three keys, which is one is entering into your breath. Um, and so, again, to be experiential, I'll give some background about, wow, in the Jewish tradition, they believe that when you know, the God cut the umbilical cord and we came out of the doctor, did, we come out of the, our mother's womb, mm -hmm. we go, oh, you know, we gasp. And the God, very God, first breath of air. Yeah. So the first breath is the, the, the spirit, the pneuma of God in every breath we take is the spirit of God. So we'll experience, you know, just not only the theory, but the practice of sitting with a group of people on Zoom, it's all all uh, uh, online, and just, you know, spending some time, like a little longer than we did earlier, you know, of just entering that inner world through our breath, and what do we experience? So that's one of the practices that brings us into that inner world uh, that quiets our mind and gives us that gratitude and, and inner peace. We'll talk about the importance of daily meditation um, and how that unlocks the door 
to our inner self because it pulls us away from the distractions of the world for a time and comes in intercept. And we'll talk about different ways that we can, can practice meditation. Um, there's again on my website under the free resources, there's Lord, teach me to pray as you do. And there's a, a number of ways, a smorgasbord of ways, and you, you kind of have to find the way that works for you. Mm -hmm. And then we'll talk about the heart as uh, the pathway to our personal inner guidance system. Um, you know, if you th think about it, uh, we're so stuck in our minds and, and that's what we're kind of tired of in this society. And what we're learning is the heart is really the power pack. It's the inner compass. That's where the Holy Spirit resides. So we'll experience what is it like to enter into the heart space and then allow the heart to integrate itself with the mind because science is teaching us um, that the heart really informs the mind and tells the mind what, you know, if, if, if we, if we're in, a, if there's a bear chasing us, the heart would say, I need some, uh, you know, adrenaline to, to mm -hmm. run. If we're nervous, if we enter the heart space and there's no bear chasing us, we're just overwhelmed. If we enter the heart space, it tells the mind to, to give the, the calming, uh, hormones to our body. And so that's why the heart is really the center of our being. It's a, the, the place of our soul. So we'll experience those three, um, and, and, and have conversation and experience and theory about that. So, um, the, the, the website to, uh, or the, the, the link to register for that is not yet available. Um, but what I'd like to offer readers is every week, I do a free, uh, I call it simple wisdom for everyday living. And so if you go mm -hmm. to my website um, and sign up for that weekly blog, it comes up every Monday. And just a reflection, a spiritual reflection to integrate. Um, and if you go there, you can sign up. Or the other is, and I think you'll include that on the on the, on the podcast, is mm -hmm. I developed this, I call it a spiritual balance check-in. And it's 12 questions. Um, and, and again, you can download it for free. It'll, it'll also sign you up for that weekly email list. Uh, but it's 12 questions where you literally kind of answer these questions, you know, do I really spend some time in the quiet time? How do I do that? What do I do? So you're looking at, you know, a couple of questions around what is my practice? How balanced am I in that quiet time, that meditation part of finding flow? Second mm -hmm. is, you know, do I have spiritual reader or teachers that I really like? You know, sometimes there's somebody like right now, lately, it's Thomas Merton is somebody I'm just really learning by reading his books. Uh, you know, you found the book from, you know, on sobriety, you know, so that would be spiritual reading. What, what are the books right now that God's offering me to read, to grow? And how how balanced am I in that spiritual reading? And then again, community, do I have a group of people that inspire me to grow? Is there somebody missing? So some questions on that spiritual balance check-in. And the last one is, you know, do I am I aware of what my spiritual gifts are? Have I taken or do I want to take a spiritual gift? So that spiritual balance check-in just is a fun tool with 12 simple questions that, that's available for people to download just to check in and see, well, where am I strong in this area of my spirituality? And, oh boy, you know, one of mine is, is the spiritual reading. I don't do as much reading as I used to. And mm -hmm. it's always telling me, you know, Brian, at the end of the day, you need to sit down and read. But it doesn't always, in this day and age, it's not always, you know, reading a book. It could be listening to a podcast, like because yeah. there's a lot of spirituality. I mean, you offer a ton of spirituality, so it doesn't necessarily need to be a book. It could be a spiritual podcast and that spiritual reading component. Mm -hmm. so, so people could download that and uh, 
just kind of check in, like you go to the doctor to do a check in with how's my body doing? You do a check in to see how's my spirituality doing and how am I being invited by God to grow in different areas and, and affirm where I already am doing a good job. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll have the links to that in the show description. Perfect. And uh, and I'm, I'm sure you'll probably catch a, a link in the um, just popping up probably as, as I'm speaking uh, to say you can definitely get that spiritual balance check in and also sign up for the free webinar for Tuesday, March 9th at 11 a.m. Pacific and 2 p.m. Eastern. And uh, I see 7 p.m. GMT. I'll get that GMT thing mixed up. I, I just I'm like, I, I, I get cut, like, okay, I, I, I don't know what that means. Yeah. So it's over in England. Like, apparently, I can't remember what it stands for, but it's it's Norwich time or something. So yeah, Green, Greenwich thing. Green, Greenwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never understood that either, but. Yeah, my, yeah. my, my uh, web designer said you got to put that in there because the amazing thing is, and real quickly, is, you know, through Zoom, you know, just like you and I, I mean, we're, we're across, you know, different places in the United States that we're able to, you know, connect with each other. We have different uh, religious traditions, but mm -hmm. we're here learning from each other. And so the cool thing about Zoom webinars is, you know, there might be people from Australia or England or all over the United States. So it's fun to join with other people to learn from them, too. Yeah. Yeah. Zoom has been amazing, especially because COVID happened. And, um, you know, there was some blessings that came out of COVID. And one of the things that, you know, we had a chance to uh, interact with people that we would never have interacted with before exactly. due to people, you know, jumping on Zoom and figuring out what, what is Zoom? Because, you know, yeah. uh, when I first before COVID started, I was telling people about Zoom and I was like, what is a Zoom? <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's <worked> for and, <laughs> yeah, and everybody knows what a Zoom is. Now, if you don't know what Zoom is, you know, this day yeah. today, you know, you've been living on a, on a rock. You know? yeah. And I think it's the movement. I, I always like what, what's the Holy Spirit up to? You know, Jesus says in Scripture, you know, look for the movement of the Spirit. And while mm -hmm. COVID was a horrible thing, you know, for yes. a lot of suffering and deaths, unfortunately, but I think the Holy Spirit even you can use even the, the bad things that happen to humanity. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the movement of the Holy Spirit, the universal church uh, that we could join together and talk about spirituality and learn from each other. And yeah, I, I think that's the movement of the Holy Spirit to use technology to help unite us, you know, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to me, I think there's always, you know, there's a, a quote that I love and it says about always looking for the helpers and which basically means anytime you see anything negative, you know, it's always, it's always something positive happening simultaneously, even if you can't see it, at the moment, what that is, is always, you know, God is always doing God's work, regardless of how bad it may seem. And it is sometimes very difficult exactly. to see, like, God, I don't really know what you're up to right now. But, uh, okay, I'm following the principle here. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. So uh, I do want to mention your book, Finding Flow. And you can get you can get your uh, Brian's book on Amazon, Finding Flow, Spiritual Practices to Reclaim Inner Peace, Balance, and Wholeness. Is there any one thing you want to, anything that we missed or anything you want to mention before we yeah. go? No, you know, I always, uh, whenever I get done with a, my own self, when I go to a webinar or a talk, it's like I always say, okay, what's the one thing um, that I I I, I want to take away from our conversation and or what is the one thing that that you know God might be nudging and I, I would just encourage people that that number one take that spiritual balance check in but also out of all of those four areas really be open to that meditation practice if it's walking in nature uh, sitting in, in meditation whatever works but 
I think, I, can you imagine if the whole world spent 20 minutes every day mm -hmm. in the morning just connecting with God and their inner self? I mean, mm -hmm. and I think that's the invitation. The world would, would I mean, you know, I, I see pictures. I used to have a picture on my um, desktop of my, on my of, of the of the earth, you know, yeah. and it was this beautiful glowing sort of marble. You know, if you ever seen pictures of the earth, you, you know what it looks like, but it would glow a thousand times brighter than it already glows, mm -hmm. you know, and if you compare our planet to all the other planets, it's the only one that glows the way that it glows compared to all the other ones. And I believe that the reason why, because it has, it has number one, it has life on this planet. Sure. And there are the people who do the good work. And imagine if we, everyone did exactly what you just said, you know, the world would, 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 would just glow even brighter than it already does. Exactly. Yeah. The love would energy would just permeate the whole universe. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know, and um, so but, you know, the, it does glow. So obviously um, there are people who are uh, doing the, the work, yeah. you know, so I, I remember I always remember that as well, that, you know, that there are people who are doing the work, even though um, many, <laughs> unfortunately, are, are not. But, you know. That's why and we're you're, here. You're doing it, DJ. You know, with this podcast, you're Thank doing. You. It. You're using your gifts to make the world a better place. And yeah, that's what we're all called. Yeah, yeah like, like, likewise, likewise. <laughs> Thank, well, you. Thank you for for joining me. I enjoyed the conversation, and I will definitely be talking to you in the future because I, I definitely enjoy our conversations and always interested in any class and any trainings that you have upcoming because you know I just think that's an awesome thing to be helping others um, cultivate their spiritual life. Thank you, DJ. And thank you all for that are listening. May God continue to give us those nudges and help us grow spiritually. Yes. That's our show for this week. Thanks for listening. Please join us next week for another episode. You can contact the show by visiting www.podversation.me or emailing DJ at whatsupwithdj.com. And be sure to like, subscribe, and follow on Apple Podcast. Until next week, take care and be blessed.